Okay, it's a Wednesday. Let's get to our weekly COVID update. Here's vaccine researcher, family physician, Dr. Iris Gorfinkel, who joins us this time each and every week. Dr. Gorfinkel, good afternoon. Good afternoon to you, Jeff. All right, we're going to start with the masking mandate once again this week. This time last week, you and I were talking and, you know, wondering what that was going to look like, what it was going to feel like. Here we are, day three of a no masks in the province of Ontario, the masking mandate uh, lifted. Uh, I don't know about you, Dr. Gorfinkel. I've been out and about the last a couple of days, and I was just a, a cursory observation, say that probably 80, 85% of the people I run into are still masking. What have you noticed so far this week? It's so hard to base it on what one person notices in the very small space of where we happen to be. All I can say is I'm deeply concerned. I mean, we see case counts are definitely going up in terms of like wastewater. We know case positivity is going up. BA2 is on a sharp rise. And kids have now returned to classrooms not wearing masks after their March break. I, I know this is just my own daughter, but she goes to school. And what do you know? Somebody in her class tested positive after having traveled to Florida for March break. So what do we do now? So this, this leads to a whole number of questions, but I am concerned. And I, I would just encourage people, two things, wear the mask, get an N95 if you can, and wear it to those public spaces. That's really important, especially for people who are at high risk, especially for individuals who are 65. We know the vaccines, and this is a serious problem. The vaccines do not protect well against mild disease. So you have two shots, great. You're going to, the likelihood of your getting hospitalized is reduced by 75%. We're talking Pfizer and Moderna. But three months after that second shot, the protection against mild disease drops to almost nil. It's about 10%. That's why that booster shot is so important. You get that booster shot, boom, it's up to 50%. But even so, 50% is not 100%, and that's why wearing those masks continues to be a serious, you know, concern. All right. So give, if you could, some advice to those listening right now, because I think there's a lot of confusion out there with the dropping of the masking mandate, Dr. Gorfinkel. If I feel comfortable or not feel comfortable, where should I be wearing a mask? Where should I not? I mean, if you're in uh, a large mall and there's high ceilings, are you fairly safe in an indoor environment without a mask? Or are you better off if you're indoors with a mask and outdoors, uh, you, you might feel a little better, a little safer with a mask off? Yeah. Outdoors has a super high sky, so you're probably pretty safe. Lots of wind blowing there. But the problem is proximity as well, right? So it's the old six feet. That, that's still a thing because we know it spreads by, small, by large droplets, but it also spreads by aerosols. And that means the virus hangs around kind of like cigarette smoke would. So just consider that, that if you could smell a cigarette, low ceiling, poor air circulation, you know, lots of people hanging around, this is the high risk place. If somebody in a household has tested positive, well, you're sharing a lot of air with that person. So yes, that's a big problem. That's this whole thing around, should we have, you know, special filtration devices? They help. But the answer actually lies in that combination of things we do. And that's just as true yesterday or Monday when mask mandates lifted as it is now. The difference is we're a better vaccinated population, but we should know the limitations of those vaccines. 
A mask is a small ask. Hey, that, that kind of rhymes, doesn't it? A mask mm-hmm. is a small ask. It's a small task. We could say it that way, too. But, you know, compared to the potential for serious harms, including long COVID, you know, I think we've just written maybe a couple of new slogans, a couple of new uh, commercials, uh, perhaps for uh, public uh, health. But uh, when it comes to uh, the masking mandate and you mentioned distancing uh, as well, with the dropping of the masking mandate, it seems like distancing has kind of gone by the wayside for a lot of people as well. What we've seen unfold, uh, I, again, these are just uh, early days with the mandate drop for uh, masks. But you feel as if uh, there's a lot of people walking around now that uh, COVID just is done or it's not a thing anymore. Well, this is just it. The psychology of the population, to some degree, determines when a pandemic actually ends. Like, right, we think it's just based on scientific knowledge. It's based on how many deaths, how many hospitalizations. But unfortunately, that's a naive perspective. That's not how pandemics end. They often end because people decide that they've just had enough. I really believe that some individuals think, I'm vaccinated. I've done my share. Why should I wear a mask? And the problem truly is, this comes back to, until the the village called Planet Earth is vaccinated, we're going to have more variants coming down the pipeline. So let's look at BA2, right? So BA2 is a subvariant of Omicron. And what do you know? It happens to be 40% more infective. It is one of the most contagious viruses the world has ever seen. No exaggeration. It stands right next to, shoulder to shoulder with, the measles virus. So if one person gets it, 12 people who are poorly protected can then get it. That's how contagious it is. And that's why you see numbers in the UK screaming upward. Well, let's talk about the numbers here in Ontario. What is the latest when it comes to BA2? What are we seeing in our wastewater this week? Can you update us on that? Because, you know, I think a lot of people are starting to once again talk about to hearing about more and more people that are testing positive. Yeah, people are testing positive. And what people may not realize is that the majority of tests, the vast majority, are not genetically sequenced. I have my patients asking me, I tested positive for COVID. Which one was it? What does Dr. Gorfinkel say? And other family doctors who are asked the same question. Gosh, I really don't know. Because a small fraction is tested. The latest number is one in 20 tests. And doctors and patients are not told that number, right? So you, you don't, you're not going to know. We know generally this is But look, most tests are going to be, when they're positive, they're going to be Omicron. But which Omicron? Is it the original, BA1, or is it the more infectious one, the even more infectious one, BA2? And the answer is, we don't know. What we do know is that case positivity is going up. In other words, the likelihood of a test being positive, that's increasing, and wastewater signals are going up. And no surprise, we see BA2 colliding with a a loosening of restrictions. And those two things are are going to predict higher numbers. And that's, uh, sorry, what we're seeing in Europe, in Asia right now. You mentioned the U.K. uh, a second ago. And I know the uh, U.S., uh, there's health officials there uh, flagging a concern, saying basically it's inevitable that they're going to see a BA2 wave uh, there. And the same, you believe, is maybe on the horizon for us here in Canada and in Ontario? Yes, I think it's an inevitability. 
So the question that health, public health has asked, well, is that going to be enough to overwhelm our hospitals? Again, this is a question that puts us behind the eight ball instead of really trying to be proactive instead of reactive. So hospitalizations, I believe, are going to be, we're not going to see our, our hospitals overwhelmed. I don't think that's going to happen because four out of five Canadians are, have had two doses. And those two doses will prevent 75% of hospitalizations. So we're not the same as we were even a year ago. But what we're missing are booster shots, right? So, you know, at this point, less than half of Canadians have been boosted. And that's a serious problem because that booster shot is going to improve the chances of not getting hospitalized from 75% up to 90%. So it, it gives a little bit better there and it mm-hmm. protects against mild disease. All right, we've got to step aside and take a quick break, but more ahead with vaccine researcher and family physician, Dr. Iris Gorfinkel, giving us a weekly COVID update, as always, on a Wednesday. More with Dr. Gorfinkel after this. You're listening to The Jeff MacArthur Show. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink. 